Hey guys, welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe and I'm joined by Nathan and today we're gonna to be doing another one blah, blah, blah. we're gonna be doing another one of our manga reviews. How you doing, Nate? You good? I'm okay. Uh I've seen better days. I'm currently <laughs> sick, so excuse uh, me for any uh coughing or whatever you'll hear. I'm just a disclaimer, you're not like badly sick. It's no, just no, no. It's just a cold. Right? Yeah, okay, cool. Just a head cold <laughs> and a cough. Yeah. That's it. It's nothing serious. Nothing serious. That's good. That's... <laughs> don't worry about me. Although it will sound bad, but it's not as bad as it sounds. Yeah, don't worry. He's fine, really. And we're in separate rooms, so like we're not anywhere near each other, so I'm not <laughs> infecting Pepe or anyone. Right, okay, enough of that. <laughs> enough, of your, enough of your sickness, boy. <laughs> On to the manga review. And uh, today, we're going to be uh, reviewing Ayashimon. Yes. So it's a series in Weekly Jump, Yuji Kaku, uh, who's previously done Hell's Paradise, which was in Jump Plus, I believe. Yes. Um, and it, like, at the time of this recording, there's about 14 chapters out at the moment. That's uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Any uh, Anything you want to say about the series before we jump into it, Nathan? I do want to mention that we both went off and read this based off of a comment we received in a previous episode. I believe it was Ginger. Shout outs to you. It was back when we were talking about Doron, Doron, Doron and uh, Shugamaru. Uh, they were telling us about this in the comments. We did respond uh, and I went and checked it out afterwards and you were right. <laughs> this is really good. So kudos to you. It's like, it, well, to be fair, you checked it out pretty much straight away, didn't you? After seeing that comment. Yeah, I did, because we, we were having the discussion, obviously, in that previous episode, we were like, oh, yeah, Doron is, like, pretty sick. Hope it lasts. And yeah, Ginger, the commenter, was like, hey, yeah, it's good, but Ayashimon is better. It's more interesting. And I was like, really? So what, what makes it different? Uh, they were, you know, I had a little bit of a back and forth. And then uh, I was like, cool, I'll go and check it out. And I did. And it's, I agree, it's actually more interesting. I wouldn't say better. They're kind of themed very similarly and that's why i could see why one would you know like compare the other to this yeah but i would agree that this has a more interesting world to it it feels before we get into any of the story or background into it just a little heads up as well it does feel a bit you more unique in story wise compared to doron doron which was very much um very much plays into the shonen tropes yeah where this this one uh, bear in mind yeah it's still a shonen tropey sort of manga it's all fights and stuff but like it feels a bit more u unique in the storytelling but um before we get into much more of that did you want to give a rundown nathan of the series just like a little quick blurb of it uh yeah sure so ayashimon is about essentially uh yokai they all call themselves ayashimon in this world it revolves around the enma syndicate the yakuza of the world the yokai yakuza and it basically follows the main character maru maruo kaido who is a normal human a teenage boy who's a massive manga fan way into his shonen and he wants to be like all the protags for example he does mention like goku kiniku man like there's a couple of them mm -hmm. it also is following urara who is the the female protagonist and she is the founder of her own little yakuza family the urara family but she is uh, a yokai uh, ayashimon she's an oni she is the daughter of the first chairman of the Enma Syndicate. And it's basically the story of how she's going to take over the underworld or like 
they come to grips with her sort of backstory. It, it's kind of like an A B part kind of thing. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really about this world and how she's trying to deal with the fact that she was like a yakuza leader's daughter but she never really was involved in that world and now she's because her father's mysteriously died Kyo, the first chairman's mysteriously died she's basically forced herself into this world and she's coming across as like i'm taking what is rightfully mine but this it feels like there's something more to that it feels like it's a little bit of a revenge story with that kind of thing. Because she claims that uh, her father didn't just die like everyone says he did, but he was actually murdered. So that is a thing where it's like she like she's basically looking for revenge from there. That's what that I feel that's what her motivation is from it. At least at the moment, yeah. Fourteen chapters in, it feels like her motivation is still mostly revenge. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's the sort of rundown of the beginning. They, the world is expanded a little bit more because, again, like I said, the first chairman died. So the factions have split and the Enma Syndicate is like now four factions. Yeah. Or three factions and uh, outsiders. It's the new Enma Syndicate run by the second chairman, Doppo Akari. Mm-hmm. The Todoroki Alliance, which is a biker gang that split off from the, Enma, the original Enma Syndicate run by Koton. The Ayakashi B-Stars, which is a host club, and they control most of the nightclubs and cabarets in Shinjuku. A lot of this takes place in, like, real-world Japan, by the way. Yeah. And then the external faction is Kori Hotel Group. I'm guessing it's, like, got more to do with yokais. We haven't really seen much about the last two yet. Yeah. And there's also a police force specifically for taking care of yokai stuff, Ayashimon stuff, called the Onmyo Bureau. And, like, from what I remember and what I know of Onmyoji, they're, like, the priests, you know, like, the uh, summoners, mm-hmm. spirit summoners and stuff. And that's it, really. It's how the Ayashimon and all this, like, weird yokai yakuza stuff is happening in real-world Japan. Yeah. Because it, it, they, like I said, they've mentioned Shinjuku. It all takes place, like, the hotbed of this underworld activity is Kabukicho. Yeah. Which mirrors real life because kabuki (laughs) cho in real life is pretty sketchy (laughs) yeah because that's where real yakuza stuff used to happen i say used to because the the yakuza nowadays is weaker than it used to be it's not the same and japan has clamped down on that a lot but doesn't mean that the dodgy (laughs) stuff doesn't still happen yeah it's just maybe not linked to the yakuza anymore (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 that's, no, no, thank you for giving that rundown, Nathan. That is like pretty much spot on about the series. Uh, so I, I, I feel like we try to avoid giving spoilers, because obviously this is a review right now. Even though both of us are up to date on it, I feel like we should, probably should avoid any glaring <laughs> spoiler <laughs> details. Um, but yeah, uh, as I said, uh, as I mentioned before, um, after your rundown as well, like this feels like a much more unique storytelling like thing. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like a much more <laughs> unique story uh, compared to say, yeah, like you said, like we mentioned, Doron, which was very linear, shonen uh, type sort of thing. Yeah, well, because it's like I don't know, it feels like themes we may not have seen before or for quite a while. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's not just yakuza. Like, it's a lot of like underground, underworld 
stuff, right? Yeah. But it's the fact that it's like sort of a revenge story, mystery type thing mixed in with like the battles. Yeah. And like it's supernatural, but at the same time, like everyone's like, humans can't damage Ayashimon, but <laughs> Maruo is like a typical shonen protag and he's trying yeah. to emulate that because he reads manga all the time. He wants to be a protag, so he's made himself like stupid strong, but like in this world it's sort of impossible how strong he is there's um yeah that's a, that's a, that's one thing with um maro is that uh he like he kind of like kind of breaks the fourth fall in some senses not like in the direct way that you would see like something like deadpool or um like gintama or anything like that but like he like he lives within a universe where he idolizes people like you know, he's kind of like a gintama you know what i mean like gintoki like Gintoki, like, basically, like, uh, in some ways, Gintoki kind of, like, broke the fourth wall, but I think it was blatant fourth wall breaking. This is referencing manga if in its own universe, I feel. Yeah, like. I mean, I, I just thought <laughs> yeah. made that comparison, because, you know, there's that, you know, the one panel of him, and then it's Goku's silhouette behind him, and he's like, oh, this is my <laughs> version of a Kamehameha. And, you know, that yeah. just brings forth the memory of, like, Gintoki doing the same thing. <laughs> there's some brilliant moments with that in uh, the uh, Gintama series uh, but um, yeah like that, the, the like Maruro's Kamehameha is very different compared to what Kamehameha <laughs> is, used, is supposed to be if you read the series you'll understand what we mean by that yeah <laughs> but um, like yeah he idolizes all these shonen pro tags and stuff so it's quite it's quite funny to like see those references it, like when, especially when you compare it something to something like uh, Shugamaru for example which breaks yeah. the fourth wall but it is like it constantly does it and it gets quite aggravating whereas this does it uh, I don't want to say subtly um, it does it less often but the payoff is better it does it more in an appropriate way let's say that right? yeah like yeah, there's a reason like the he does it yeah. it's because he likes manga he wants to be a pro tag so you know he will reference goku kenshiro other characters their moves or something right he'll play the tropes because that's what he wants to be whereas mm. in shugamaru it was annoying because it was just sort of like oh we did it because we could there's a reason behind why they did it, but that's like a real life behind the scenes reason. In the manga, it was just because it was like, haha, gag manga, isn't it? And it's like, no. Yeah, there's, there's certain things like with, with Sugamaru is like, oh yeah, he like he references Yu-Gi-Oh a lot because he's like a nine-year-old kid or something. So it makes sense. But it, it, it's for me, the thing that was aggravated about the way Sugamaru did it was, it was like, it, it just felt so in your face. And it was so like done, like, I don't know, overdone in a way. And it just felt a bit, cheesy and the, the, the hits didn't land like the puns didn't land at that um but now this this is good like the way like they bring in like those other shonen pro tags into this it's not bear in mind we say this we, i feel like we've been focusing for the past minute or so it isn't like in your face in your face it doesn't actually happen all that often no it doesn't that's what yeah i think in 14 chapters there's actually only like probably three probably like seven references yeah yeah like it that's seven references in probably like three panels over 14 chapters yeah it's not like all at once you know like it is literally because they establish he's into the protag so he mentions some of the big ones and yeah. then the goku panel we mentioned yeah the goku panel is definitely the most obvious one that's that's the what but that's in the first chapter i believe yeah 
Pretty much. Yeah, like, yeah. That's like, yeah, basically that's, that's the end of the first chapter. Yeah. Those two things are already just first chapter. And then there's like a small reference later on in like a little backstory thing where it's literally also like a throwaway line kind of because you're just reading through and he's like, oh, yeah, Kenshiro's scars are really cool. But again, like that's just a throwaway line. Yeah. So that's why like in this, it's not jarring because it he is just referencing like you would if you were talking to friends or something or talking about manga like we are right now like it just comes across naturally you know so it does really play into his character as well because that, that that's actually one of his motivations behind this is it, like it feeds into his goal a little bit because obviously he grew up reading this manga and like with his troubled childhood yeah like that's what kind of spurred him on it's like oh yeah like he's doing justice or whatever like he, he was like abused as a child so it's like kind of um like he wanted to like give it it's like his he wanted to give his father like justice or something because he used to beat him or something like that yeah basically his his dad was abusive and a drunk so like he wanted to be one of the manga protags because they dished out justice but they also gave him hope so he wanted to be able to be like that in real life to give other people hope and to fight evil yeah but it is also like again he gets too strong yeah so now he's <laughs> that's, also that's got that like he, tra- he trains yeah he trains like his pro tags that's yeah the, 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 it's quite the, the reason why he gets so strong is that he gives a reason oh i train but by my like my pro tags but anime uh, manga pro tags aren't supposed to be in the real world if they were they'd just be op as anything and that's what happens to him yeah so he becomes an op human in like the ordinary world <laughs> it's basically <laughs> like, one punch man yeah. like it's literally... one punch man but it's more leveled <laughs> yeah it, it's like one punch man but more realistic where he is literally saitama but everybody else is just a normal human but like when he gets into this uh like sort of more yokai ayashimon world um like he finds enemies that he can actually fight that are equal to his power level and uh, that's what makes him excited because he's always tra- he's trained his whole life um like to be this strong dude but no one's able to match him but now he's fighting these enemies and he's like overjoyed <laughs> because he's able to fight people that are actually in his like bracket of power in a way yeah and it, it also plays into the trope in it like because he wants to be a protag so if he challenges strong guys if he loses then he can get stronger yeah and it's like it's a weird sort of like feedback loop of tropes yeah. that really <laughs> works though it does it does work like it's one of those ones that he <laughs> he kind of borderlines on sadistic at some points as well in the fact that if someone beats him down so much he'll like have like a bloody face and he'll get back up and be like yes i'm ready for, i'm ready to continue fighting everyone's like what the hell is wrong with this guy he's human and he's like taking all these punches but meanwhile like Mauro is like yeah bring it on i want to keep fighting even though he, like he looks like he's on the brink of death yeah Every time he's on the brink of death, he's just like, I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. It basically like is like a com- it's a combination of like like Goku and Vegeta in some ways. Like Yeah. <laughs> um but uh no, he's he's a cool he's a cool protag. He is, but he is also very simple. He literally is very simple, yeah. The trope of a muscle like muscle brain. He just wants to fight. Anytime there's too much talking, too much explanation, he just like zones out or he just doesn't get it. Yeah. I think that's it kinda 
this is this is my problem with it as well is that even though yeah he's a muscle brain we have seen muscle brain characters so many times in the past with other series and it is only so far it can kind of get you as well whereas i feel i feel like the i would like to see a bit more of his backstory a little bit uh, obviously it's still early days so we won't get that straight away but it just feels like right now we're looking at him face value and there isn't much depth to the character but like as i said like there's other characters that kind of like i don't know play off that you do get like you can get more of a sense of um urara like you can tell that she's more of more of an in-depth character i feel and there is a bit more of a backstory you can feel off of yeah i, w- I was about to say because I think he needs to be like that because he is literally at the moment just the muscle. Yeah. And it's not so much his story as it is her story. Yeah. So she has all the depth, all the brains. She has to be the calculating one because she wants to run her own family and take over the entire mafia syndicate, right? Yeah. But, you know, if he's too smart, then it's kind of like, well, why did he join her? Do you know what I mean? Like right now they like level each other out and it works well. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's nothing against that as a way of storytelling. It's just that I feel right now a Yashimon feels like obviously, yeah, it is when you read the story, it is a tale of two characters, Marlo and Urada working together. But when you look at the manga face value and pretty much like even in the first 14 chapters, you do get a sense that Marlo is the main character here and Urara is the one that sort of like allows him into this world. Like obviously he wouldn't be where he is without her help, but that is the same combination as say Ichigo and Rukia or like that's that kind of combination a little bit. Um, So it, in my opinion, it feels that Marlo is the main character and it like, I don't know, the lack of depth can feel like, if you if you just re- take the series face value, nothing against it at all. But for me, Maro just needs a little bit more depth. But there's nothing wrong with the way that it's being told right now, in my opinion, the story. I mean, like you said, it's it's still early days, and we have. I feel like I've seen hints of him being more than just the muscle. There are times where he's like, there's small excerpts of him sort of being like emotionally stable and like capable of higher thought than just i'm gonna punch yeah i mean he does he does have a sense of justice he like when he sees like wrongdoing going on he is he is quick to step in like to a point where i was like no don't step in we need to follow certain rules here but he's like nah i'm just gonna punch this person (laughs) (laughs) or like he just wants to start a fight and it's quite cool seeing him in the uh, ayashimon world as well where like all these ayashimon have like certain powers as well like they were quite unique and he's there like in awe of some of their powers like there's one there's one fight where he's fighting like um a fire Ayashi. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's just there looking like oh my god this guy's got fire and like literally like this ayashimon's like literally trying to burn into a crisp and he's just stood there like yeah fire <laughs> oh my <laughs> god like, yeah <laughs> it's quite it's it's funny it does have its good moments and like uh, like as a series i'm actually really enjoying it right now but right now i don't know if you've seen what the whole shonen jump thing is looking like at the moment nathan like the weekly jump i read some of the comments after Mm -hmm. um reading some of the latest chapters and i have seen that ayashimon itself has been quite low down which is quite disappointing yeah i've actually really enjoyed this series and i i would hate to see something bad happen 
it's like it does feel quite annoying that it is quite this low down. I feel like it does deserve better. Um, at the same time, there are like we say that like Weekly Jump has this rotating door of series that come and go, and there are like quite a lot of strong series in Jump at the moment. Like bear in mind, like, even though uh, Doctor Stone's just finished, we still have series like My Hero, Black Clover, One Piece, uh, Blue Box, which is doing quite well at the moment. Um, like Mashal as well. Like those series, I think Mashal's actually coming to an end. I feel like they're in. Yeah, it did feel that way when I was reading the latest chapter. I've heard those sort of stories. I need to catch up on that, to be fair. And like even Sakamoto Days as well, that's it. So there's a lot of series right now which are sticking. And like right now, it falls, it falls to like um, Ayashimon, uh, Dororon, and Shugamaru. That they, they, they like all came like weeks apart, didn't they? They were like pretty much like in the same sort of line. Yeah, I think they all started within a few weeks of each other. Yeah, like right now they're all sort of towards the bottom. Certain ones I can understand why. Like Sugamara, I can understand why it's in yeah. the bottom. I feel like the hits, the gags don't land. I I stopped reading that. I think after I th- I have as well. To be fair, I did try to keep up with it, but it just got to a point where I'm like, it just isn't for me. I did I did try, but it's just not there. But um, like Doron, I can understand why it's towards the bottom again. It's quite tropey. It is, but like it started picking up, kind of. It's picking up, but at the same time, I feel like th- this is the point where it needs to land, if anything. Yeah. Like, and right now, if it's not landing at this point, that's that's kind of probably where we're going to see, like, maybe in, like, I don't know, five weeks' time, ten weeks' time, it might get cancelled. And r- with Ayashimon, this is the this is my problem that I have with Ayashimon, is that I think that it is good. I think it actually has a good story to, a story to tell. But right now, it's, like, what was it? We've met the... Um, so we've met um, Doppo, who is yeah. the uh, second chairman of the uh, Enma Syndicate. Second chairman, the big bad, essentially. So, yeah, the big bad right now. Uh, and then we've also met uh, Cotton. Yes. Uh, the uh, head of the to- Todoroki Alliance. That is the mo- in the most recent chapters we've seen this. But it feels like the transition from seeing Doppo to Todoroki felt quite quick in, uh, in terms of pacing. Like, obviously, they have a motive for going to see him and stuff, but it kind of just felt like i hope they're not rushing it and if they are rushing it do they know something do they know that it's going to get cancelled before long like i don't know i feel like if anything's gonna get cancelled i think doron will get cancelled i think sugamara will get cancelled ayashimon will stay but it needs to pick up i feel i think it needs to i think it just needs a bit more time because like from the latest chapter it was already getting there right yeah it was already doing like more interesting things more battles and things but like i don't know i feel like with every manga there's always those low bits yeah and maybe ayashimon will have a few more because there's got to be more plotting and scheming parts because you know like it's part of the kind of theme Mm -hmm. you know like the underworld isn't always about just taking out the other people sometimes you got to do things in like a more sneakier way or like a more underhanded way yeah and i i just hope that like the readers aren't too harsh on it for that yeah because like those things could be interesting too it's like when we read bakuman back in the day Mm -hmm. like originally i didn't really like that manga and then you know when it got into like the ranking fights and stuff quote-unquote fights like that stuff was interesting so i don't know i just hope it has the time to do what it needs to do because it i don't know like when we're losing these like not quite the top top but you know, we're like we lose some of the big names are finishing, 
like you said, Doctor Stone, it feels like Mash all's coming to an end. Like it, there's probably a few more here and there. You know, like the it doesn't feel like there's a lot of series that are planning to do the One Piece thing. You know, like last just an age. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels like a lot of these, if they have the chance, then the mangakas are like, yeah, I only want to do this for a few more years, and then like I want to go and do something new. Yeah, which is fair enough. But I don't know. It feels like shonen jump might be going through a phase or a new transition yeah where we're not seeing we may not see like super long-lasting series anymore Mm. i think it's it's nicer to see those kind of series as well though to be fair like i prefer to have a series which is shorter but tells a good story rather than a series that like hits its peak and then just keeps going and it just feels like it's lulling i mean i agree with that but at the same time it's just I don't know. I feel like with Shonen Jump, I was just so used to having like really long lasting series, you know, like it feels like a lot of the ones that I read in there, like I'd been reading for like a decade. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't feel like there's going to be a lot of like decade spanning series anymore. Yeah. I mean, how long has My Hero been going on for? That started in quite a um, while. I swear that started in like 2013, 2014, did it not? I mean, that's that's coming up to 10 years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're like, My Hero is becoming that like decade long series. Black Clover is the next closest. Black Clover, yeah, because they started around the same time. Yeah. But then even Black Clover feels like it might come to an end because of what's happening in the latest stuff. Yeah, that feels like. I don't know where else they'll go from there. But then we've said that to each other once before. So. That is true, yeah. About Black Clover and they continued. So I have no idea, but it just feels like. Ayashimon could be one of those like if it was given the chance could be like a really long series that's really cool yeah I, I think so yeah like it, I feel like we've we've established the four main what is it we, they've uh like the underworld uh Yakuza types we've, we've established the four main bads like I say bads you know what I mean but like the bosses that um Urara has to overcome yeah the factions that will be stopping them and there's still the Omyo Bureau as well like they're the police force but obviously, the thing the thing is with the police force as well is that they, although they are like the police force technically, um, there is also that like the kind of sketchiness behind it as well. Yeah, there are. There's like a, they're, they're not they're not all squeaky clean. Let's put it that way. So um, there's that. There's there's interesting bits of this, and I do like. I am hoping that it does continue because I want to see this story progress more. And I think it does have potential to go beyond those four fractions, and then there could be a even bigger bad behind it. Yeah, there's possibilities for that. Well, yeah, because like you could do, you could end up doing that whole like, even though you took them all down, turns out none of those were involved. Mm. And because like, as a fan of the Yakuza games, you know, like it's not always just one Yakuza family or one organization. Like, you know, like you could get to the top of one and then all of a sudden, oh, actually, it turns out it was this guy in this rank from that family of that region. You know what I mean? Like they could do it again. They're just in Tokyo. Yeah. They could span the whole of Japan and this could, like the Yakuza games, span just decades. But that's only if people give it the chance to get that far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd hope, I hope, I hope it does progress. I have nothing against this manga at all. I think this is a very good one. You just got to hope that it survives. That's the, that's the one thing. It's always that thing with Weekly Jump, like, hey, let's throw, let's throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. And right now, I do hope this sticks. <laughs> Me too. Because, like, I'm actually more interested in the evolution of Udara instead of Maruo. Yeah, I, I 100%. Yeah, I agree. 
to go back to your previous point, he is kind of one note right now. And there's feels like there will be a limit to how strong he can get because he's yeah. just punching and just going to get more techniques. It's like if he, they've established he's just a human, it's kind of like Saitama, right? Eventually, he'll just get to a point where it'll be like, oh, instead of one punch, now I'm yeah. killing you in two or three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm actually more interested in Urara because she's still a fairly young yokai. She's an oni who has her powers locked away by this, like, sword. Yeah. And, you know, it's, again, to me, at least, whilst Pepe said, you know, Maru is the main character, to me, it still actually personally feels more like Urara's story Mm -hmm. that is seen, like, shown through the eyes of Maru, you know, like... yeah. They focus on Maruo, but it's like, it's more her story. So I just want to see how, you know, her powers evolve. Maybe how she will grow as a a leader. Because right now she's also like struggling with things she was taught in the past and how she feels in the past. And she's not quite like grown yet. Mm -hmm. She hasn't come to terms with a lot of things yet. And she's still trying to discover herself. And to me, that's like a more interesting like storyline. No, hundred. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm curious, like... The thing is, yeah, what I meant, like, with uh, Mauro being main character is that, like, he's he is the main character, but Mauro is the one that drives the story, basically. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't have the story without um, Urara at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, because Mauro is not, like, strong enough to carry a story. Exactly. That's the thing. That's why they get, they feed off each other quite well with that, uh, which is nice. It's good. I would also like to see how their clan progresses as well. Yeah. This is the one thing, like, because right now we also have this other character. Like, So currently in Urara's clan, there is literally Maruro and Ten. Yes. Who is, like, just some guy that they picked up <laughs> while uh, fighting the fire dude. And he, like, sort of... Pretty much. Uh, he's, um... <laughs> he's, he, even he introduces himself as a minor yokai. We don't know what kind. And all he can do is teleport through ceilings. Yeah. But, like, um... A little point we haven't already mentioned is, like, when, um... Yokai kind of, like, go into battle and do a one-on-one battle in this sort of... What's the, what's the, what's the term they use for it? They call it a ritual, a ritual duel. Like it has to be agreed upon, mutually agreed upon. Yeah. So when a yokai or a shimon goes into this ritual battle, a one-on-one, they have the option to put on their mask and that kind of reveals their true power a little bit. And right now we're going to see Ten's true power. We haven't actually seen that yet. So it'd be interesting to see what he does. <laughs> That's like <laughs> one thing that I'm interested in seeing. But yeah, like, uh, but apart from Ten, I'd love to see what other characters they bring in because I feel like... Ten feels like a, uh, as you said, a, he, he describes himself as a minor yokai. So I'd like to see a secondary character next to Maro, which like kind of like um, a Vegeta to Goku or yeah. like a, a Zoro to Luffy kind of thing. Ten feels like a Krillin or a, a Usopp type. Yeah, or like <laughs> like Morty from Shaman King. Yeah, Manta even. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Like, he's like there, but he's kind of like the, oh, I'm not even like a support type. I'm just kind of there. Yeah. And seeing his character develop would be quite nice. I'd like to see, like, if he if he has the battle potential, it would be nice to see. Maybe he is just a supporting character. Who knows? But yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to see an expansion of the clan. I'd like to see a few more characters in that. Like Another character I want to mention, because they introduced quite early on as well, and she has a link to Udara, is I want to see... And I kind of hope we get to see more of Hashihime. Because mm-hmm. she worked with Urara's dad. 
she was her guardian. She was assigned to look after Urara and like the whole time, anytime Urara would be like, oh, he doesn't love me. She's like, he does. Trust me. Yeah. Like that becomes like a recurring line. And I just, I would like to see more Hashihime. It is funny though, because um, this is all second chapter, by the way. So we're not really spoiling much. Yeah. But um, Maruho being quite simple, anytime she's mentioned, he's like, chopstick princess? Because Hashi means chopstick. Ohashi is chopstick and Hime is princess. So like because he's such a simpleton, he's always just like chopstick princess. <laughs> I, like, I did like that gag. It's very good. Uh yeah, Hashime is a good character. I would like to see more of her. But yeah, like she got she got cool powers and like she's a good support pillar for Urara. So um yeah, hundred percent would like to see more of her as well. I mean, at least if she came like she joins the family, she could be an advisor or something, you know? Yeah. I'd yeah, so I couldn't see that. Like an advisor is a good show. But yeah, we'll see. I, there's plenty more characters to be introduced, I feel like. It's like an infinite possibility kind of thing. Yeah, we still got room to be introduced to the uh, Ayakashi B star. <laughs> I can't Hotel wait for group that. As well. I'm, interest, I'm interested to see these characters, yeah. But... Oh, mate, I can't wait for these, like, Ikimen fucking host <laughs> yokai that are just gonna like be the vainest motherfuckers <laughs> because like whenever media put yokai or like japanese ghosts out there right they're normally like the most extreme version of some sort of trope or emotion right because they're like summoned by the concentrated feelings of humans so like you can only imagine what's going to happen with a faction of host ghosts <laughs> host ghosts <laughs> like... <laughs> i know I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes i mean i like I, i'm interested to see these characters that's why i hope it goes on for a lot longer i hope it doesn't get cancelled after 20 chapters or something <laughs> i i can already see a trope character yeah there's gonna be the uh the megane ikimen like the fucking glasses <laughs> handsome guy who's gonna like you know like the one arm underneath like I know exactly what the you, you know the pose. You know, know the one. Yeah, the one. You, you see him push push the glasses up and it has yeah. like glint in it. So you can't see his eyes. And he's going to have like a Dio type <laughs> attitude. Like, oh, you're stepping towards me. Do you even understand <laughs> who I am? Me meanwhile, there's going to be like a secondary character in that that's like really like overjoyed. It's like, oh my God, hey. It's like, <laughs> looks like it's all kiddie-ish kind yeah. of sort of thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it, it's just like, it, it, you can see these tropes coming a little bit. And, I mean, we could be completely wrong. That's the one thing with it. But uh, The thing is, the this faction is the only time I'm like, bring on the tropes. I want to see it all. You're going to see some pretty boys. You're going to see some pretty boys in this. Oh, show. yeah. I think that's it. And <laughs> even if they're not, like, I want them personalities, man. I want them super strong, tropey personalities. Because, yeah. like, these, like, vain motherfuckers versus the simple-minded Maruo when he's just going to try and walk in and be like, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. like this that, like that's a kind of um that's a kind of group you want where it kind of brings the comedy in a little bit like but also like some cool powers and it's like it, it kind of shakes up some good characteristics can come from this group I can imagine. Um meanwhile, I have a little theory, right? Okay. That um the Cordy Hotel group is actually going to be like worse like a bigger bad than the new Enma Syndicate. Yeah, I got the feeling of that too. 
like whoever like the leader of that like i feel like because right now they're the one that like they kind of like overlooked a little bit because like the enma fraction is posed right now as the big bad but i feel like we don't know much about the hotel group even though we don't we know equal amount about the b stars but i feel I'm, I'm already getting bad vibes from the Collie hotel group what is the it's just the name in it like yeah it it's like oh that's a corporation like Corey Hotel Group, that is a collection of like they're gonna be like business people who are yeah like gonna be like the most cold-hearted fuckers who are gonna turn up and just be like that's it, that's it in it yeah and like even from the silhouette of the character, the, the silhouette of the leader of the hotel group, you kind of just get bad vibes from them. You feel like they're gonna be like the, the like scheming little bastards, like as you said, corporation like. Well, see, it's funny because if it's not the the B stars, right, that has the fucking glasses guy, it's gonna be Corey Hotel Group. It's gonna be Corey Hotel Group, uh, even from the silhouette of the Corey Hotel Group guy. He has glasses, right? <laughs> I remember he has glasses, right? <laughs> so, how much you want to bet though? He's gonna be the trope of uh, you know the the one character that's gonna have the really like snake looking face, like the the Brock <laughs> line eyes, and he's gonna yeah. just talk in a way that you're like, you're a villain, aren't you? Just straight away. I like to think that he has the Brock line eyes, but the thing is with the Brock line eyes is when they open, and that's when you, that, he's got that. That's all like that's when shit's getting real. Is he opens his eyes? Like, Fuck. Okay, yeah, he's evil. Yeah, see, as hell. that's also normally like you know in the anime where they normally talk like all quiet and composed, like yes, you can trust me. We're we're friends, and then the eyes open, and he's like. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's like the calm sort of like composed sort of guy that like there's gonna be some there's gonna be shit going down there let's hope it lasts that long that we can see this this is <laughs> I, like i love this series but i keep thinking that it's gonna get cancelled soon this is my problem with it happy thoughts <laughs> happy for key stay stay positive yeah but Nathan, you read this manga. You pick this manga up, so I feel like Shut it's up. gonna end soon. You, you're gonna, you, you've jinxed it already by reading this. Just stop reading manga, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I actually had to catch up on five chapters of this. Well, four chapters because I think it skipped a week. But like, I had to. I had to catch up on manga like recently as well, like everything. So yeah. I'm not like reading it week to week. Hopefully that sort of delays it a little bit. <laughs> do all, do all rituals you must, Nathan. Do <laughs> yeah, which which uh, Shonen Jump editor do I have to challenge to a ritual fight? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, is there anything else you have to say about this series, Nathan? Not really. Besides the, and it feels like we do this every time. <laughs> There's nothing else I can say except please go and read it. Mm -hmm. yeah seriously we it's kind of like content creator trope that we're like we wouldn't recommend anything that we don't like it, well to be fair we've have we have said this haven't we like even with sugamaru we that, like we're not just gonna tell you to read everything that we recommend we re we read sugamaru and both of us were like we have our major doubts about this so i think we tried continuing yeah and it's like an update it's a little update video for us neither of us read that anymore so <laughs> like there we go. Like we won't tell you to read everything, uh, but this with Ayashimon, I feel yeah, give it a shot. We don't recommend read everything, but we do tell you to go and try it yourself if you're inclined to. Yes. So I guess we do kind of recommend everything, but under the context of don't just take our opinion, form your own opinion. Yes, exactly that. Right then, if that's all, then uh, thank you guys for listening. Find us on all uh, podcast platforms. Uh, but yeah, is there anything you have to say, Nathan? Nothing from me. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye. See ya.